to who we came here to be and really understanding that we are here for a purpose and the purpose is to be ourselves, not to be like him or her and her and her and her. Embrace your uniqueness, embrace your specialness and start sharing it with the world. When you do that, everything else becomes so much easier. Everything else, it's the path of least resistance as yes. you know, Esther Hicks likes to say, I love her. Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. And I'll say it again, I am super excited for this week's guest on the podcast. I actually am loving um, Instagram, but I'm also just loving how I am attracting these amazing transformational women into my world. And Petsia reached out to me to be on the podcast, which I'm so honored. And I am excited just to share this conversation. But let me tell you a little bit about this week's guest. Petsia Kalabova Burns is an abundance and light activation coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so that they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. Just that alone in that sentence just lights me up. And Petsia also has her own podcast called Unapologetically Abundant. And her mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Petsia gives immense clarity and the exact steps to unlock women's divine feminine and abundance mindset. Through subconscious work such as her certified breath work, Reiki, NLP, and human design, Petsia leads her six and seven figure clients to the next level in their life and business. We had a really, really amazing conversation, Petsia and I, and it wasn't just about all business. It really was about her journey, right? And how things shifted for her and what it was that was sort of the catalyst for change and how when she started to ask better questions, she realized she was the only one responsible to creating the life that she desired. And we talk about affirmations and how affirmations are only gonna work as much as your ego mind can actually believe it. So I really, really hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as I did. This episode was just soul-filling, and as I listened to it again to do any edits, which there wasn't actually any, I just am all lit up again about knowing that you are in control of everything. We're in control of our own lives, our own destiny to create our own reality. We just need to get through the blocks and get those blocks out of the way and the belief in yourself, in ourselves. And so Petsia has pleasantly and just so wonderfully offered um, abundance activation calls 
for the you, the listeners. And as she, at the time of this recording, is seven months pregnant, she's only going to be offering these until sometime in August of 2023. So if you're listening, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Make sure that you go and take advantage of this. I mean, she, after you listen to this conversation, you're going to get it, but take advantage of this offering. Also check out uh, the podcast. She has some amazing stuff on there. And without me continuing to talk, grab your Java and let's get started. Welcome, Petya, to the Spiritual Shift Worker podcast. I'm so happy that you're here today and I'm really excited to chat with you um, as I've sort of dug into what it is that you do in the world. But I would really love for you to introduce yourself, obviously, where you are and I know maybe what you're currently excited about, but as this version of you in 2023, what are you excited about right now? Mm, Lynn, thank you so much first for having me and for having this podcast. I feel like it's literally such a soul shifter for so many of your listeners. The guests you bring in, the topics you bring in, I feel like it's so life-giving. So I feel really honored to be part of it. And... um It's so beautiful, you know, like when we can look back in our journey, I literally feel like it's like a lifetime ago. It's so funny, you know, it's, it feels like, well, I haven't been here that long. It's like, you know, I'll be 40 now, but I'm like, it feels like so many different lifetimes that I have experienced, like really going from, hence my accent, living from small country in small town with unpronounceable name. Nobody can pronounce it. You did amazing. Fine. You did amazing. But it's like nobody can pronounce it. And it's looking back at that girl who felt like unlovable and unworthy and people pleasing and working so hard, like so hard. Like I, at one point when I I ran away from home when I was 18 because my stepfather was physically and mentally abusive. Of course, I ran away into toxic relationship because we we don't know what we don't know. And that was just what I knew, like how relationships look like. So I ran away into toxic relationship. And the same year I attempted to suicide because I'm like, if this is it, I don't want to live it. Yeah. I was so in such a low, dark point in my life. And it, I was tired. I was tired because it, everything felt like fight. Yeah. Fight for my freedom, fight for my truth. And I was just giving up. You know, as we as we can tell, I wasn't successful back then. But it really like shaped how I was seeing the world and myself from how I saw my grandmother and mother being treated and how everyone around me is working so hard and mm-hmm. I lived in Czechia. That's where I was raised and born. Then I moved to Spain. Then I moved to London. Then the United States, where I'm currently. Last year, we lived over a year in Mexico in Tulum. So, you know, like traveling and moving. Yet in the past, when I was moving, I was just running away. Yeah. I was thinking that if I change the environment, then the people, my life will change. And then, you know, life shows you no matter where you go, there you are. So... (laughs) It really didn't change. And when I was almost 30, that's when I started my spiritual awakening and my personal development because I was getting into such a low point again and I was scared. I'm like, if this keeps going, you know, like I was 
experiencing anxiety, depression, almost two decades of eating disorder, harming myself. And I'm like, if this will keep going, like, I know it won't end up well. Then I knew something had to change. So I started, you know, like looking outside for help. And this was over a decade ago. It wasn't as easy as now. We didn't have as many amazing podcasts as you have, or everyone is therapist now on Instagram, and you can find so much information there. And you're not feeling crazy and alone like I did, you know, like a decade ago. So going through all of that, thankfully, I found Louise Hay, Dr. Mm. Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza, Gabby Bernstein, like those became my first like mentors, but also um, like brainwashers. I I literally had to brainwash myself. So I don't keep thinking the negative thoughts that I'm not enough and who cares? And if I'm not here, nobody would care really. Maybe my grandma, you know, but um, I'm like, nobody would really care if I'm here or not. Like what a a waste. Like I was seeing myself as a waste of space, a waste of human being. And, you know, like now when I'm looking back, it's breaking my heart because, you know, Currently, I'm I'm pregnant with a baby girl, and uh, I cannot imagine, and I would never want her to feel like this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I became the one that I am today. I became the one that I needed. I never had like entrepreneurship inclinations where I'm coming from being entrepreneur. It's not normal. You just work hard and shut up and do what everybody else is doing, you know. But I feel like there is a bigger force, whatever we believe, God, source, universe, call it whatever you want, that has a bigger plan for us. And no matter how much we try to like get away from that path, it will bring us back. Yeah. It will remove the people. It will slap us in the face, you know? Literally, it's like, if you're not listening, it's like, knock, knock, petia. Nothing. Petia shaking you, nothing. Slap in the face or knock you on your knees. Like it will. And in the moment, it can feel really like heartbreaking. It can feel really like desperate, frustrating. And when you learn to surrender trust and ask yourself better questions, like Tony Robbins always said, like the quality of your questions will determine the quality of your life. I had to ask myself those questions because I used to ask myself questions like, why all the women, like why all the men cheat? Why all women are mistreated? Why am I being underpaid? Like, oh, do I really want to know? I don't want to know. I want to change this. So I learned to ask better questions. I learned to ask for help because coming from Eastern Europe, you are just being told to be tough, to be hard, to build your walls up. Don't show your feelings, vulnerability, forget it. Thank goodness for Brené Brown, you know? Yes, yes, so true. (laughs) Her books were like also shaking Jensen Sero too, you know, like her books, like you're a badass. Like, I feel like it's just, you're going to be presented so many different opportunities on how to pivot back onto your path. And it's up to you. And again, the universe will try to do it the nice way. Yeah. Like, hey, look, here is a fun course. Hey, look, here is an amazing podcast episode. And if you're ignoring that, 
it's going to get more intense. And, you know, sometimes people ask me, like, do you think that, like, universe is testing us? And I don't believe that. No. I really don't believe that we are here to be tested or to, like, prove ourselves. I believe that we are here and we are guided and we are supported. And whatever is the bigger force, I, in my heart, want to believe that it's, like, a loving, all-embracing parents I don't want to say like oh it's a father it's a mother no it's like that entity that it's everything and in everything that loves you so much that no matter how much you mess up it's like let me hold you let me guide you let me give you a space and I even noticed it in my business you know when I was feeling like frustrated tired burnout like really like I cannot handle this anymore it felt like everything stopped clients stop coming and we're like frustrated you know but then when you look at it it's like the loving parent it's creating a space for you yeah so good oh my gosh so many things here that I'm going to try to dig into because you hit everything it's so true right I like when you said at the beginning where you were just running away running thinking that every time you changed your environment, that things would change. And I, I mean, that is my story about overwhelm. And it's like, okay, just change this thing that's outside of myself. Um, and it would work for a little bit. And then the same things would happen. It's like, wait a minute, maybe it's me, right? Maybe there's something inside here that needs to be. And you're right. The universe will do the tap, tap, and then the the louder whispers until, you know, sometimes the slap in the face is, or to your knees is what happens. And so when you say you you came across like Louise Hay and um, other, you know, leaders in this sort of area and space, what, what did you take? How did you start there? Like you started reading the books and then what happened? Like, did you, was it an instant thing? Was it like, how long did it take you to go? I am worthy. I, I deserve to be here. I love that question. And It makes me smile because I feel like I do personally believe in quantum leaps. I have experienced some of them in my life and in my business. And I truly feel that deep-rooted transformation takes time because sometimes we come and it's like, oh, I want more money and I want more clients and I want a better health and I want the love of my life and I want to be pregnant. And it's like right now, it's like this microwave mentality, right? Like give it to me in 60 seconds. What's taking you so long? And we get just so desperate. I'm like, well, how about you trust the divine timing? So I feel like for me, it really took a time. And the first step was really... um it's so interesting because I remember it was one of those nights when I was, you know, binging and purging so deeply in my eating disorder back then. And I was so exhausted, Lauren. I was so exhausted, like mentally, physically. And the worst part is like everybody on the outside was thinking my life is perfect. <laughs> I was married to a handsome guy. I was doing, I'm working in a corporate, had a great job, great money. I was, um, doing fitness competition so I had like a six-pack so like you know like the great body everybody who would see me with my husband was seeing like oh you two are such a perfect couple we were from the same country you know I knew him for like my god 17 years maybe you know very long time 
And so on the outside, it looked perfect. On the inside, I was dying. On the inside, no one knew that he's narcissistic. He's cheating on me. And like the things that were happening behind the closed door. So I was in such a dark place and I felt so alone. And that's when I started to research like, how to be happy, how to stop suicidal thoughts, like asking Uncle Google, whatever I could. Again, it wasn't as easy. I was even looking at like eating disorder clinics. But again, being here in the United States as an immigrant, you know, like it wasn't as easy, you know, and, and over a decade ago, right? Hmm. So thankfully I found Louise Hay and I started to listen to her videos and the video that I was watching that night that I was like literally like sobbing on my knees on the floor crying I grabbed my computer put it on the floor with me as I was crying and I was looking for like answer to these questions how to be happy how to stop suicidal thoughts how to find help and things like that Louise Hay came up with her uh, video about self-love and I'm like self-love you know like what do you mean And part of that video, she says, go to the mirror and say, I love you. And I'm like, no, I didn't even get up my booty from the floor. I was like, I don't, I don't even like myself. Uh, And when I said it out loud, because I said, it was like, I had a conversation with Lois, you know, so (laughs) I'm sitting there talking to the YouTube video. I'm like, man, it was such a aha moment of like, Wow. So I want everyone to like me. I want to be liked by everyone. I want to feel like I'm belonging. Yet, I don't even like myself. Yeah. And it was like a harsh realization. And I wasn't able to, I, I couldn't even fake it. It felt so heavy. So um, like I couldn't, I, I knew I would be lying. Yeah. So what I did, it's like, I did get up and I said, I'm willing to learn how to accept myself. Oh, I love me. Love that. I just needed the willingness. I didn't have it in me. I didn't like myself. I, I cannot, you know, like affirmations are so beautiful, powerful, and we keep doing it. And it's funny this morning when I was getting ready for our interview, I was thinking about my mom. We have healing relationship let's call it this way because I was very 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 close to my grandma I have a deep belief that she was my soulmate I was treating her like my daughter you know my grandma and we were like incredibly close like I would be calling her every single day like we were super close and my mom just was jealous she didn't understand like you know things like that so there is a healing relationship ongoing relationship that is going on and I was thinking about her this morning because for some reason I was thinking about affirmations and, you know, like looking at myself in a mirror now being, you know, seven and a half months pregnant, I am like, uh, you know, bigger than I ever been. And looking at myself, it made me think of my mom who was all her life struggling with weight, which she still is. Mm-hmm. But I realized the affirmations she used to say that I heard like literally a million times. She always say, I... I look so unhealthy for how healthy I eat. Mm. And I was, I, I, I'm like, our subconscious mind, it's always listening. Yep. And it's beautiful. Like everything we say, everything we feel, it's affirmation. It's affirming. It's just a belief that we keep believing, right? And the thing is that even like without realization, we're affirming so many things 
even subconsciously. And so I knew that something has to change and I couldn't go and like, oh, I love myself and I'm rich and I'm healthy and I'm amazing. I couldn't do that. I don't believe that. Like, how can you say something you don't, your subconscious mind will be anyway? Like, nope, nope, that's BS. I don't believe it, you know? So I had to go around. And that's also what like trigger my deep interest. And I always was, I was always interested in like humans, mind and psychology. When I was 13 years old, um, I jump on a bus and, you know, it's, it's, it's not like as usual as, you know, here, you know, like I was like a little girl and I was going to like a next big town. I, um, schedule an appointment with the psychiatrist just to ask her, what is it like to work with her patients? Because I wanted to be helping people. And that's something that I always had, like when I was a little girl, you know, like, I'm like, I will always find a way. I will always find a solution. I will always find the answer. So I did that. And when I was listening to, and she was kind enough, she like scheduled time with me. We sat down, we talked. But what I realized on the talk that I couldn't do it because I'm so sensitive. And I just like, I take things like personal, like if I know I can help you, I want to help you. And if you don't do it, like it's breaking my heart. And here I am, you know, life and business coach for spiritual entrepreneurs, you know. So I ended up doing that just without the certification. Yeah. And it's so funny because now I work with couple therapists who are stepping away from being a therapist and stepping into being coaches because as a therapist, there are so many limitations. Yeah. What you can say, what you can do. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I like didn't went and it wouldn't even count probably here, like doing it in Czechia and then coming here, you know. But uh, yeah, so I had to start shifting those affirmations and I started with the willingness and acceptance. Yeah. That was all I could do. And then sometimes even the words didn't feel like true, you know. So what I started to do, and that really worked. Um I used to work back then in corporate. Every time when I would go to the bathroom, when I saw a mirror, I would just wink at myself. Oh my God, I love that. That's about just winking and smiling. So it made me feel seen. It made me feel acknowledged. And it's like, it's it's such a like, it's mischievous. It, it's fun feeling, yeah. but it made me feel like, like better about myself. And that's when I started to like, hey girl, you know, and I started to look for a good things about me, not like, oh, my hair, it's messy. Look at those ties, blah, blah, blah. At least one thing that I like about myself, like, oh, look at those lips. Oh, look at that smile. Oh, look, like looking for the goodness in yeah. me. So that's when everything started to shift, but it was so gradual and and I couldn't even pinpoint like, when did it change? I feel like it was such a, and I don't like snow because I like worm, but like snowball effect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're from Canada, you get it. You I know? get it. <laughs> oh, I'm like more of like a summer whites and beach girl. Uh, but it was like a snowball effect. It started to like pile up. And of course, sometimes the snowball like completely broke and you never start from the zero. That's the thing I want to people hear. You never start from zero and you never have to go. Um, I get very often asked, like, because I went through so many like breakdowns, you know, to experience my breakthroughs and yeah. so many like 
being on the bottom and I'm like you don't have to hit the rock bottom you really don't like just by being here just by listening this just by being honest like what it really takes it's a radical honesty yeah that's what it will be for me you know and like I had to say like hey I don't love myself I'm dependent on men I'm dependent on relationships and it wasn't it wasn't even financially dependent because I was the one because I didn't feel lovable and worthy Line, I was the one who was paying for everything. I had an ex in, you know, Spain when I lived there. He would get two mortgages, then lost his job. I furnished his apartment. I pay for the mortgage. So I wasn't even dependent financially. I was taking care of everyone because it felt safer for me to be in that masculine provider energy because I am like, if I am the strong one and independent one, man won't leave me. Men want, you know, and because that's what I saw in my grandma, like they divorced when they were like over 60. My grandpa find a lover and move in with her. I'm like, in your 60s, what are you doing? Anyway, right. And then my mom too, like my stepfather would cheat on her with their friend that they were like seeing like for many years. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking it's because they were feminine they were weak they were too people pleasing so I have to be the strong one I have to be independent I have to take care of everyone if I'm the one who makes more money if I'm the one who pays the bills well they won't leave me right they still cheated on me but yeah then I was at least the one leaving but (laughs) yeah that's that's very interesting because I think a lot of either you know they get they get a lot of women would either stay in the same pattern of being um in those relationships where they're it's happening to them but you took a different you you went the other way it's like I don't want to be that way so I'm going to do the opposite and be more in your masculine Mm -hmm. and so that's it's an interesting because I see like and I guess maybe now that I would just say that out loud it's like what do I see in my you know my mom and my my grandparents and how their relationships and and then I look at my own but it's interesting that you went more into the masculine and so now now that you've you know what you do which let's talk about what what is an abundance and light activation coach Mm. and how does the divine feminine work into the all of that Mm, I love that question and you know on my journey I started to notice that women were like magnetized to me. They want to be around me. They want to talk to me. Um, Women started to tell me like, oh, I feel so good in your energy. And I'm like, what do you mean? What energy like me, you know, like 70 years ago when I was like a few years on my journey, I'm like, what do you mean? And women start to ask me questions like, how did you do that? How did you leave your husband? How did you? And 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 I started like teaching. And like I said at the beginning, I became the one that I needed. Mm-hmm. And what I started to notice in the woman that were around me, because, you know, at the beginning, like imposter syndrome, who am I to teach? Who am I to charge? Like all of these things that I had to break through. Oh, my goodness. I remember um like my first like official because I used to have a company social media marketing agency for a couple of years but then I had women coming to me and about like life questions and things like that the first woman who came to me she was an assistant on a mastermind that I was attending she was like hey I would love to have a lunch and like learn more about you I'm like okay 
So we were having lunch and she was like, so can you coach me? I'm like, on what? You know, I'm like, I, I like clueless, you know, she was like, yeah, I would just like want to feel better. And I feel just overwhelmed. I'm like, okay. She was like, how much do you charge me? Like clueless. I'm like, I'm like, oh, let's just finish the lunch and we can talk about it later. Like, you know, and then in my head, I'm like, okay, if in my corporate, I'm making like 25, 30 an hour, this has to be more like, you know, I'm like, oh, let's triple it. So I was like, so proud of myself to say like, oh, it's a hundred dollars a session. She was like, okay. So we started, you know, coaching. And I remember like a few months later, because I am just so devoted and so dedicated. I love going the extra mile because I didn't feel nurtured and I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel seen when I was growing up. I wanted to give this to the woman. I wanted them to feel fully seen, supported and safe. And that's what I also realized in my business. When my clients are feeling fully safe and supported, we can go deeper. They're making more money. So that's where I started to notice the woman I started to work with, they started to attract abundance, but it was very holistic abundance. Mm. Like the money that came extra was great. Like they were thankful, but they were deepening their relationship. They're better their marriages. They deepen their relationship with their kids, you know, their, their parents, they start better health because they start taking care of themselves. And I was like, it was just literally just like sprinkling in things, you know, nutrition and health and moving your body. And it's very holistic. So their abundance was activated, their light, who they came here to be, because we are all light. Mm. It's like, what do you see the physical matter? That's like, it's, it's not reality, you know, it's we're all energy and we're mainly made of light. Yeah. So oh. when women become unapologetically themselves, their light is being activated and Nine out of 10 of the women that I'm working with, they're entrepreneurs, they're spiritual entrepreneurs, coaches, service providers. They know they're meant for more and they want to be serving others. They cannot do that if they are like me in the past, undercharging, overworking, over-delivering, no boundaries, people-pleasing. I have done all the wrong things for my clients they don't have right now. And now I'm really teaching them how to be richly rewarded. Now I'm really teaching them how to activate that holistic abundance because often women come to me, they see abundance coaches like, oh, I want to make more money. I want to have more clients. Great. That's a cherry on the top. You want to jump on 15 minutes intensive with me? I can give you all of the what to do in your business and life to bring in more money and abundance. But if you're anything like me, you will screw it up anyway. You will make the money. You still won't feel fulfilled. You won't still feel happy because you didn't address the root cause. You didn't address the deep feeling of insecurities and fears. And so many clients come to me and they have a fear of failure, fear of success, fear of being seen, fear of being judged. I'm like, we have to work first on that. So that's when the feminine steps in. Because most of my life, I was in my masculine. Most of my life, I was working hard. It was wounded masculine. It wasn't like this calm, stoic, you know, like leader masculine. It was really the wounded masculine and hustling, working hard, you know. And and it was so much like planning everything, strategizing. And I was all the time sick and tired and exhausted. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar um, with the human design. 
Mm-hmm. But so like discovering my human design was, oh my gosh, life-changing, completely life-changing. I started to study it five years ago and I went from understanding that I was thinking, oh, I'm a people pleaser, you know, and I'm too good to people. And that's why they're taking advantage of me, you know, but through human design, I understood that really my purpose is to nurture my tribe, nurture my tribe. And like, I have, um, you know, my purpose, it's alignment. So I align people with their purpose through nurturing and sensitivity. Mm. So all the things that I thought they're wrong with me, look, I was designed this way. So now I'm, you know, using human design, NLP, Reiki, breath work, all of these beautiful modalities, inner dance um, in my business and so many more because I allow myself to be intuitive. I allow myself to be in my feminine. I allow myself to trust my feminine because if you're always in a masculine or always in a feminine, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah you're going to feel that something is missing in your life. You will either feel stuck and frustrated or you will be feeling overwhelmed and burnt out because it will feel like no matter how much you do, it's not enough. Yeah. So I had to allow it to come into my life and learn how to use it and learn also through human design, I'm more feminine. Mm -hmm. Like through my design, like, you know, there, I don't know how familiar you are, but when you look at your uh, body chart, like on the top, you have the four arrows, you know, so those transformations, like three out of four arrows for me are feminine, are more passive. So I was thinking like, oh, I'm lazy because I don't, I'm generator, but I'm like, oh, I'm lazy. I I don't want to work. But the thing is that I am here to find the shortcuts and teach it. I'm five one. I'm the teacher. I'm the liberator. I am wow. the leader. I'm the way shower. I'm creating new paradigms and new ways. So that's why I love working with women who are heart centered and soulpreneurs because they will and they are making this world a better yeah. place. Like, let's be honest. Patriarchy was here for many years. They tried. They burned out what they could. I'm yeah. not saying that masculine is bad or feminine is everything. We get to learn how to work with both. And I had to learn that before I even met my second husband and last one, I told him second and the last, I'm not doing any more of this. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to be in my feminine. Otherwise I couldn't attract him. Otherwise it would be the same way. I would be paying his bills and I would be taking care of the house and, and I wouldn't be able to be, I don't want to say I wouldn't be able to be pregnant, but that's how I'm feeling it. You know, like I was able to embrace masculine and feminine. And that's what I teach my clients, how to balance it. When is the time to flow, receive and allow? And when is the time to go? What strategies will make the biggest difference? You know, like for me, it is, I don't like doing it myself. That's why I have my team, like strategies and projects. It's very easy for me to see it for my clients. I'm like, oh, we can do this certification. We can do academy. These are the pricing. For me, just literally just channeled for them. But for me doing it, I have my team for like, put it in a spreadsheet. I have the best <laughs> assistant. I send her box like, hey, I have this idea. Can you put it in, you know, in a spreadsheet or like, I don't have to do that. Yeah. Again, I have to allow myself to be helped. That's I had to allow myself to be supportive. It's so yeah. big. And so many women, and uh, it's coming. The shift is happening. I feel it very, very aware. I mean, in my career, policing, 
it's very masculine, right? The, the career itself, but also that's just the way you have to be. And, um, but it's changing. And the fact that you are, you know, allowing, allowing and being able to know when to receive and to give, it all goes together in that feminine energy. And again, it's not one or the other. And I don't always love the word balance because I, you know, but there's got to be some harmony between between the two, right? You can't, like you said, always be in one or the other. It's got to be in flow of knowing when to be in the doing and when to be in the being. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. You know, because like I said, if not, it will feel that something is always missing. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, and women, I do, like I said, I see the change and thanks to social media and that we're all connected anywhere at any time. It's got pros and cons and, you know, you can see where it's good and or neutral, whatever, but we're able to now see where women are really starting to shift and rise up and come back into their own power. And what you're doing in the world is so, so important about breaking through and getting to the root to show them all the things that you wish you had have, had have known and that you've worked through. So I love that so much, Petya. I'm I'm so glad and I appreciate you being here. And I just like if you can share with the listeners, you know, where they can find you. I know you have a podcast as well. So tell us a little bit about that, where what it's about and um yeah, how people can get into your world. Thank you so much. I absolutely loved being here and Yes, my podcast, Unapologetically Abundant. I love that. I love connecting through that because that was also part of my journey. I realized when I became unapologetic about who I am, that's when I was able to bring in, but also hold Mm. abundance. You know, so it's really important that we all step into who we came here to be and really understanding that we are here for a purpose and the purpose is to be ourselves, not to be like him or her and her and her and her. Embrace your uniqueness, embrace your specialness and start sharing it with the world. When you do that, everything else becomes so much easier. Everything else, it's the path of least resistance as, yes. you know, Esther Hicks likes to say, I love Absolutely. her. Yes. And that's what I'm creating here. Like, yeah, you can choose your heart. I'm not saying everything will be easy in life. But when you know you're you, it's so worth it. So I feel like my podcast, it's it's beautiful place to connect. Instagram, where we yes. connect. My favorite place. I love showing my face there and, and really sharing what's coming up, what's happening, teaching, and um, very life-giving. So if anyone has questions, you can always reach out to me. Not sure on when you're um, releasing this. But before our baby girl comes in the end of August or whenever she chooses to, it's up to her. Um, I am also offering abundance activation calls because I know that when she's here, I will be in my cocoon, in my bubble. So I'm like, I got to pay it forward right now. So um, I'm offering 30 minutes free activation abundance calls. I can give you just a link. And it's really about looking into where could be some blind spots, where could be some spaces that you're still feeling that the abundance, it's not flowing in your life and really walk away feeling re-energized and with actionable steps. I don't want you to feel better, you know, for 30 minutes and then go back to your, That's home, back to your reality. 
I want you to have actionable steps to look at your life differently, shift your perspective and see what can be changed so you can create that holistic abundance so you can impact the people you want to impact. And I don't care if you have a business or if you're a single mama of three, I have clients like that too, and you just want to be the best example for them. You're still making the impact in this world. I love that. Yeah. And I like that so, so much because it isn't everybody's path is different. Everybody's journey is different, but it's theirs. And I love that you said that, right? Whether it's, and I think it's so important that wherever you are, you be where you are, right? And, but knowing that if you're feeling that there's something more, that something's missing, that there's ways to get to the root of that. So I'm going to put all of that in the show notes and, you know, listeners just reach out because I feel the energy through this call. And I'm like, I just feel like so light right now. Um, so I really want to be able to have my listeners experience that with you as well. So I appreciate you so much and thank you for being here. And I'll put everything in the show notes for everyone so that they can connect with you on Instagram and through your podcast. So thank you again for being here and we will talk really, really soon. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipper Group podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shipworker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.